Welcome back to uh, Koinia on Faith Talk Radio, 1360 KPXQ. I'm Mitch Skeens filling in for Tom Brown, and in the studio right now is Jim Hellman. Jim's a dear friend of mine. I've known him 25-plus years. Love his family, and he's been a blessing to me and my family, and I'm just glad he's here in the studio. Welcome, Jim. Oh, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Thank you, Matt. So, Jim... Uh, I hear they call you Church Gym downtown. That's what I understand. Where did think, that come from? Well, you know, as we are downtown with our own ministry, planting a church. One of the things that we had to try to figure out is what would ministry look like downtown? And there are so many good things that were already going on in downtown Phoenix. We looked at a coordinates between 7th Avenue and 7th Street, between McDowell to Van Buren, and, and called that one square mile our parish. And as we started to look at that area uh, and starting to develop relationships, we didn't want to be a church that was off separate just trying to attract people to us, but we wanted to be involved, a church for the community, inside the community, through a lot of the great things that were already going. And so uh, a lot of the people that I've met are good friends, but they are not necessarily uh, people that have ever, ever, ever been to church. Yeah, this is, uh, you call it DTPHX Church, which is downtown Phoenix Church. And I got to tell you, the word's getting out. People even know what that is. They're telling me about it. I'm like, well, hey, I know about this. I was there when Jim started it. And it was exciting to know that people are hearing about what you're doing and what's going on. So you get this name, Church Jim, which is pretty cool, actually. I think and, so, too. Yeah. And then it's Downtown Church, Downtown Phoenix Church. And um, who's involved with you? What, what's go, what goes on? Well, I, I think the way that it, God does is so often we're just a part of a, a greater history. And you were talking to Steve Lappin a, a moment ago, and I remember his parents and uh, his father, Elmer Lappin, set a precedent at Arizona State years ago in the 70s when I was a student and saw that ministry and and the dozens of people that he set on course for Christ. Uh, it was amazing. Those type of things set the groundwork, and God sees all that. And then we come along. We're a part of something. Times are different, so we're going to do church different, and Christ creates all things new. So it's really a a time dependent on leaning into him, praying and asking the Holy Spirit, Lord, what would we be like today? Not come in with some kind of a template, Mm -hmm. but try to look at the downtown area and figure out what way could we make Christ known. You know, um, I was talking to Steve about the the dividing line. And when we grew up, we always heard the term on the other side of the track. Sure. And it seems like 7th Street is the track. Is Everything on the west side seems like, you know, Manhattan. And then everything on the east side would be like the Bronx. Can you describe that? Well... The area that I described to you, the one square mile, I I would have thought at the beginning really represented one people. But as we did more and more asset-based community development where we were walking the neighborhood, we got the uh, uh, advice from a close friend that had already lived down there and said, you need to walk the neighborhood and find out what people groups that you see down there, what things are already happening down there, and see where, like Henry Blackaby says, just get involved where God's already working. That's right. And so we find that probably there are five or six different groups down in that one square mile. You have those that are extremely marginalized that live in the westward hoe, those that uh, sometimes family has just forgotten that might live in um, 
a place like the YMCA. Mm -hmm. And so those are folks that we're trying to reach out to. Then you've also got people at uh, around Urban Living too, a part of Native American Connections, that have uh, a time in their life where they have some subsidized housing and they're getting their feet back underneath themselves and they need just some encouragement. And then you've got a young uh, group of millennials that live downtown. Plus, you have the students at downtown ASU and U of A. U of A has a tremendous presence downtown that we have to be conscious of because all the medical students and that that they're they're at a point in their life where they're brilliant, brilliant people. Do you hear that, Gail Skeens? Go ahead, yes, Jim. that's right. <laughs> well, and so that takes a different kind of church. Imagine that you've got a person that is studying for uh, their medical bar exam, not their, their medical exams, and in medical school, and they're at a little different point in life than those that are at the new law school that's coming for ASU and the Summit Law School that's a separate school. All that's happening downtown, and each of them has a little bit different uh, need in their lives. You are right in the middle of that, Jim. And you know what? There's a term going around now, right now. It's called pop-up church. And you are right in the middle of that. Can you tell me where that came from and, and what you do in that? I, I borrowed that term. Actually, uh, Rob Payne, who leads our ministry with music, uh, helped us come up with that term. Pop-up is uh, a phenomenon where through the adaptive reuse of temporary spaces, arts, again, that's the Roosevelt Rose term, where you can pop up a business or you can pop up an event, you can pop up a uh, yard sale, and you share spaces together depending on the need at the moment. And so the question comes up, well, why can't you have pop-up church? Rather than trying to build a building separate and pay a large electric bill in today's time where it's a gazillion dollars every square inch downtown, why not share spaces and be shoulder to shoulder and create a synergy of mixed people? And really, the thing is, these are the people that you're trying to reach. You want to be alongside people that you're hoping to reach. And so rather than trying to attract them to your building. Instead, you're saying, let me intersect with your life. That is genius, Jim. And I'm going to tell you why. Because a part of churches all over the valley, the state, the country, some of the big issues is, is building programs. Let's, you know, let's raise money. Let's do this. And actually, that really kind of uh, is already taken care of if you're popping up here and sharing space. And it kind of eliminates a little issue. And people that don't like church or don't want to go to church, first thing they say is, well, they always ask for money. Does this help eliminate that issue or it, deal with it? it? It does. I'll give you an example, a quick story. This last Sunday, we used a patio at uh, Hobnobs, which is at 149 West McDowell, used their patio for church. And there were three people there sitting on the edge. Now, those folks had no idea they would be at church an hour before it started, but they engaged themselves and they were fine and offered to buy them coffee. And it was not intrusive. They could get up and leave at any point if they wanted to, but they also, they chose to stay the entire hour to watch what we do. And you've got to remember, a lot of people have never been to church. The only experience they have with church is what they've read in the newspaper or some media. And so they really think that the church is a bunch of loons and gay bashing and a lot of things that go on. So Mm -hmm. by just being a representative of Christ in front of them and saying, this is what it looks like, and hey, you're welcome to join us, or you're welcome not to join us, but you have the invitation. They at least get to observe what we're doing as we worship. Uh, 
downtown, the, the famous thing now is uh, First Fridays, Roosevelt Row. Now, are you a part of that? And what actually goes on? Could tell people about what happens First Fridays downtown Phoenix. Well, that has it, it wasn't started by downtown Phoenix Church. Uh, ArtLink started First Fridays as a way to activate the artists. This area that we've been talking about is is the arts district of Phoenix. And so they started this thing that they called uh, First Friday to engage the artists and engage people to go and visit some of the different artists. So the artists would keep their galleries open late and people would go in and visit. Well, it started to attract more and more and more people. And then they've got food trucks down there now. And so you'll see hundreds of people somewhere in the area of four to 5,000, maybe more, that are involved on a First Friday in these different events. I've seen it. And so Colleen and I will go down there, and we volunteer through Roosevelt Row, which are great, great people. And we say, hey, I like what you're doing. Now, I want to do this because that's a part of my faith. That's what I've been taught to do. I like what you're doing. You're engaged in the community. You're strengthening the community. We want to be a church for the community. And so we volunteer. So, Jim, what are your challenges downtown? Well, Anything in life is going to bring you challenges, Med. Mm. You know, it, it really, anything worthwhile. You can fall back into a routine, and I've been, I'm, I'm 58 years old. I've done enough things that I could find a routine in a rut. And, um, you know, basically that definition of what's a rut is just, you know, you put in two ends and then it becomes your grave. It's a matter of trying to find brand new things and saying, Lord, I want to be, I want to do some new new activities. I want some new opportunities. Now, uh, we we use the term on the other side of the tracks. You are on the west side there, and it's a little more up upscale, uh, kind of... Um, the real estate's more expensive. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, now, you do work with people in the Garfield area, and you are very supportive. Tell me a little bit about that. One of the hallmarks of this church plant that we started a year ago for Downtown Phoenix Church's missions. And we wanted to uh, be a part of something that was bigger than ourselves. And so we've identified a ministry in the Garfield area called Caneo Urban Renewal. Jeff Skeens uh, heads that up. And so 10% of our offering goes to that ministry mm. so that we can support him because we really identify what, with, with what they're doing. And I want our people, one of our core values is generosity. And so I want our folks to learn what it means to be generous and give beyond their own reach. Jim, uh, first of all, I appreciate you uh, supporting his ministry, and I know he supports you also. Uh in the downtown church, that you're, downtown Phoenix Church, what can we do? And people around the valley or the state, what can we do to help you? Sure. Well, I would always start with prayer mm-hmm. because I look at Luke chapter 5 where the people were bringing, they had someone that was ill, and they, they, they said, you know what, I, I just need to get this person closer to Jesus. So they climb on top of the roof, they tear back the, the roof and lower the guy on the pallet next to Jesus. I don't have, I'm a musician, I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. I don't have the theological uh, arguments that a lot of others have, but I do want to get people close to Jesus. So I'm figuring out ways to get up a ladder and lower people in, in an affordable way next to Jesus. 
And I find that when I do that, they introduce, Jesus introduced them to the Father. And in the power of the Holy Spirit, lives are changed. Awesome. So prayer, and then also just come alongside us. We have activities where we can be involved in the neighborhood. So if you contact us at dtphxchurch.com, you can uh, find out some things. And then also my phone number, 602 799 9160. Text me and we'll get you involved in some of the activities downtown. Thanks, Jim. We'll come back in the next segment and talk to you. You are listening to Koinia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Med Skeen sitting in for the mighty Tom Brown. <laughs> 